Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The true difference between conservatives and Democrats is conservatives have a love of country. Democrats have a love of government. And there's a difference. We love our country. They love the government. If I'm wrong about this, why do they think the government is the answer to all problems? Why do they think the government should be unlimited? Why do they think the government should be omnipotent? Funny, except at the border, right? At the border, they don't want any of that. And you see how selective their omnipotence is. When it came to the lockdowns, and I'm going to get to this clip of Tim Ryan saying it's time to kill, kill what he estimates are extremist Republicans. And if you remember back, George W. Bush, who the Democrats are a big fan of right now, George W. Bush and Republicans at the time went out of their way to separate extremist Muslims from the, by and large, Muslim community. They did their due diligence. They did their due diligence to browbeat us that all Muslims were not extreme that all Muslims were not dangerous, that all Muslims were not terrorists. And I think we accepted that notion. But Andrew, they were hate crimes. Yeah, well, there's 300 and something million people in this country and some people are going to do stupid things. Some people did some things. Me think some people did something. I mean, that's how, that's Ilhan Omar. She thinks 9-11 was just some people did something. Whatever it was, I don't know. It's not worthy of noting. It's not worthy of remembering. But we accepted that notion. As a matter of fact, I think we accept that notion on many fronts. But now, if you ever voted for Donald Trump or Republican at all, unless you're Lizard Cheney, you are, 71 million of you are extremists. Maybe they should propose putting everyone, putting us in the camps and re-educating us. How many of you seen Clockwork Orange? Maybe we should have our eyes, you know, pinned open, you know, tied to what looks like a dentist chair, rocked backward and shown, you know, images until our brains are reprogrammed. This is now acceptable thought, by the way. Even if you had nothing to do with anything, they include you. But then again, Antifa is just an idea. There's no Antifa. There's no left-wing extremist violence. None of it. None of it exists. It's not real. It's a figment of your, it's a figment of your right-wing imagination. But they told us, and they continue to tell us, that January 6th was like 9-11. And this is the excuse to use the language that they're using to increase the power of the omnipotent state. You know, it's kind of funny. You look at, this is happening in El Salvador right now. They've turned the military on the drug gangs. And there are civil libertarians that worry that it's going too far. But the people seem to enjoy the fact that they're getting the gang situation somewhat under control. We see this in major cities. When crime goes up, the elected officials wag their fingers at the police and say, you're not doing enough. 
when crime goes down, they wag their fingers at the police and start screaming, you're over, you're being police brutality. Isn't it kind of funny how elected officials could always, you know, if gas prices get too high, they'll release from the strategic petroleum reserves. If it gets too low, they say, well, we've got to add a VAT tax to it because, you know, we're, we're, we're making a transition. In other words, it's never right for government unless they're controlling it. I guess that's how the elected official thinks. If it's night, I say it's day. If it's day, I say it's night. I blame, I blame the moon for the darkness and the sun for the light. Because people don't vote for things, they vote against them. But now it's okay. We should just go around killing people because Tim Ryan says so. Gavin Newsom is telling voters not to vote for increased taxes on the rich in California. Why is that? Well, he's probably talking about his wealthy friends in Hollywood and big tech and, you know, the people that donate to his campaign. So all of a sudden, taxes on rich people are bad. Biden is out there now promoting the idea that the ineffective mRNA vaccines that didn't prevent you from getting or spreading COVID might treat you for cancer at some point. Well, let's hope that's not a mandate. I'll be spending no time on the arrival of the Queen's Coffin in Edinburgh. I, no offense, the woman was 96 years old. She lived a pretty good life. We all die sooner or later, right? I don't know why her death is any more or less of a tragedy than anyone else's. Speaking of cancer, she didn't cure it. Speaking of the moon, she didn't get there. So, you know, but it's the queen, Andrew. Yeah, I know. We fought a whole revolution to, to not care about kings and queens or goblins and wizards or whatever. I don't know if I should start at the border. I feel like I obsess over the border. But like affirmatively furthering fair housing and the Green New Deal, I... I I'm seeing 10 miles down the road. I think if you listen to this program long enough, you know that I say it often. I know that I'm out there. But you ever notice that if you listen to me long enough, the things that I say far afield get close to home very quickly. Anyone who believes that this energy transmission, the transition is simply to uh, stop the output of carbon or carbon emissions from automobiles is a fool. Now, again, I have no problem with people who want to buy plug-in vehicles. You know, that's a funny thing about the free market. For some people, it makes sense. As much as I tease Subaru drivers, I know there are conservatives that drive Subarus. Hell, I know there are conservatives that drive uh, the Toyota Prius. If it makes sense for you economically to have a car like that, like maybe you live in a you know, more densely populated area than you'd like to, there's not a lot of parking, and cars tend to cost more in those areas, that maybe that's a savings. Hey, great, that's how the free market works. I mean, there is a political component to some vehicles, and we know that. I have no problem with that. It's the forcing of the hand I have a problem with that I notice is not a long is not viable long term. I have not read one scientific report, not one, 
that could promise an abundance, and that's a key word, abundance of electricity, relying only on wind and solar. And if you say, well, the technology has to, you know, okay, there have been windmills since when? The 15th century? Whenever the Democrats say this is about the future technology, that's why we want to ban guns, get a baseball bat. Yeah, nothing says future technology like acting like a caveman and clubbing somebody for breaking into your house. Unga bunga 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 bunga. Get him out of my cave. Bah. The windmill is ancient technology. The wind doesn't blow any more now than it did back then. You know, we have we what do we, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to say, well, we just need more wind. Well, how do we get more wind? Well, if we turn on a fan and point it at the turbine, we can get more wind. Well, what are you going to power the fan with? Green energy? That's what they don't like to understand, that your electricity plant requires other forms of energy to generate the electricity. Have you seen this picture? I, I, I don't know if it's doctored or it's... Uh, photoshopped, might be purposely staged. It's somebody driving around with a Tesla with a trailer attached to it, with a generator in the trailer plugged into the, the electrical input. So I guess if you start the generator up, which runs on gas, technically while you're driving, you could charge your Tesla. That's kind of analogous of how a power plant works. But we have 300, counting illegals are probably around 350 million people. And we have major metropolitan cities that have tens of millions of people all living condensed in small jurisdictional borders. There is an issue, science, with how far away the solar panels and the wind farms can be from the end user. I have seen nothing that shows me that you could power a city like New York or Los Angeles or Dallas, Texas, for that matter, relying on 100% wind and solar. Again, the wind is not blowing any more than it was in the 15th century. Wind is wind. Wind is wind. Is wind. I mean, maybe if you construct some kind of weird wind tunnel or something to bottleneck wind and it might push the, the turbines a little faster, I don't know. But that requires even more land. And you have Democrats that are pushing this idea that we're all going to be vegans. Okay, so we need more land for farms and we need more lands for wind and solar. Where's that land going to come from? Say, Andrew, you're, you, you said you're obsessed with the open border. Yes, 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 yes. If you look at a suburb or a rural area, demand for government services is completely predicated on population density. There's no denying that, right? You have the major metropolitan municipal police force, and then you have the county sheriff. And in rural parts of the country, you don't have a 30,000-man police department like you do here in New York City. I think the New York City Police Department, well, if you include civilian employees, is probably upwards of, you know, 60,000 or more people. But in most rural counties, you have a sheriff and a, some deputies and 
You call 911, it could be a half hour before they get there. But if you start forcing those communities to give up their sovereignty and local zoning and planning, and all of a sudden now you've got an influx of low-income housing, subsidized housing, the expansion of roads, the construction of new schools, not paid for with local tax dollars originally, expansion of municipal waste. Now you've got people coming in. They have no mode of transportation. Well, there's got to be light rail. There's got to be buses. Sooner or later, you can see that as suburban communities start to densify, the regulations on privately held automobiles will start to increase because the Democrats want more people using government services than owning private property. And as they densify the population, because the migrants, this is why, why do you think these New York, these big city mayors are all freaking out about these migrant buses? That's not the plan. If you read your communist manifesto, that's not the plan. Workers of the world have no country, a borderless society, and the abolition of the distinction between town and country. Need and poverty are a source of government power. We have to take care of these people. We can't let them starve. We can't let them be without a home. We have to educate their children. The cities are already dense. They're already strapped. We have to look for other places. The goal is to turn suburbia into a metropolitan area. The goal after that is to densify the rural areas, to extend the reach of progressive governance, left-wing governance. This is not hyperbole. It's not conspiracy theory. If you read into any of these policies or any of the academic papers that support them, it's exactly the plan. Get people out of their cars, get them onto government transportation, then we can plan their lives even more. Central planners like planning. People in cars going where they want, when they want, creating all sorts of uh, headaches with, you know, trends and, and free market activity. That's a, that's a, that's a burden. Weintzik 695, Patriot 9572874. Really what they should say about the border is resistance is futile. We are going to, we are going to transform this country and there's nothing you could do about it. And even if we lose the election, we will continue our destruction of this country through the bureaucracies. And unless you're ready to fire all those federal bureaucrats, and I am, they're just going to continue working on behalf of the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party is the party of government. The border is not secure on purpose. The law is not being enforced on purpose. This is going to continue. It is a plan. It's not a conspiracy theory. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.